Um, bless God, bless God, bless God. We bless God. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yesterday, I touched on something that is very important, and I touched a live wire and let it go. Some of you can remember what I did yesterday. I told you each one of you has a mission and a what? And a purpose here on earth. Each one of us, you have a mission and a what? And a purpose that is ordained by God, and that is why you must survive every season. You have to survive every season that comes into your life. I told you yesterday, let God arise. Always let God arise. In whatever situation you find yourself in, in whatever situation I find myself in, the first thing that I do is I tell God, arise. And let your enemies be scattered. Because the enemies of God are my enemies. The enemies of God are your enemies. And what are they coming to do? They are coming to make sure that the purpose of God over that situation that you find yourself in is not accomplished. So always tell God to arise and let his enemies be scattered. Because when his enemies are scattered, yours are scattered. And I told you Judas had a mission. And a what? And a purpose. He failed in his mission. He did not become a faithful apostle. Although he was given a chance. There are people that will come into your life and they don't accomplish their mission. There are people who fail in their mission but never fail in your purpose. Judas Iscariot failed in his mission. If you don't understand, if you go to Israel, you will discover. They will tell you, I mean, who sat on the right and who sat on the left. Hello? The visitor always sat on the left-hand side of Jesus on the table. Even in Jewish culture, they will always sit here next to him. And there is one who sat on the right. The Bible doesn't hide us who sat on the right. Next to Jesus. But who was sitting in the left? Judas is carried. And he was given a mission to be the treasurer. He stole the money. He was given a mission to be an apostle. He failed his mission. But he never failed in his purpose. His purpose was to betray Christ. And he succeeded well. Somebody opened the Bible for me in the book of Judges chapter 14. I want to open chapter 14 and show you the second person that I, I tried to, to talk about. I just quit very fast. Samson. I'm not talking about, I'm not getting away from the topic of the seasons. No, I'm trying to show you that there is no season you find yourself that God is not involved. It was not even in my sharing program to share on Samson. But I want to show you so that the devil does not kill you in that season that you are in. Because the next one is greater. It's more glorious than this one. And if you allow the devil to kill you now. If you die in this season. If you let this season kill you. You go down with the mission and the purpose that God has for you. In your generation. I cannot afford to die. I cannot afford to die now. Because if I go down now. I go down with a whole mission program. And a whole purpose that God has for my generation. And therefore God has no choice but to keep me. 
alive. That's why David said, I will not die but live to declare. Come on, somebody. I will not die but live to declare. You are not a floating kite. You are not a ceremonial balloon that is released to go to the hair. You are a man of purpose and a woman of purpose. You are a woman with a mission and a man with a mission. And that mission must be defended. Until you look at the devil and tell him, you may have come in like a flood, but I'm, you are not going to kill me. This will not take me down. Ask your neighbor, how can you sing on a rock? Even in normal life, you cannot sing on a rock. The easier you remind the devil that, the more you survive the seasons. Because it is the work of the devil to wreck you. It is the work of the devil to make, you in, to make it impossible for God to accomplish through you what he has purpose for your life. You have to make it impossible. And daily you have to renew your contract with God. And declare this is the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it because the devil does not have creative power. He is a creature. He only takes advantage of what God has created so that it works against you. But it's high time you tell the devil, I am not a mistake in this world. I am not an afterthought. Satan ya nawambianga wewe ulikuwa mistake, ulikuwa umebaki uko, mpaka unaitwa mtu aliyembaki uko. No. Wewe sio mabaki. Do you look like mabaki? What is amazing that you will meet people who treat you like you are a mabaki. Masalio. No. You are in the original mind of God. You are a man of destiny. You are a woman of destiny. You have a mission and a what? Chapter 14, listen to this, verse 1. Now Samson went down to Timnah and saw a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. So he went up and told his father and mother saying, I have seen a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. Now therefore, get her for me as a wife. Then his father and mother said to him, Is there no woman among the daughters of your brethren or among all my people that you must go and get a wife from the uncircumcised Philistines? And some sort said to the father, Get her for me, for she pleases me. Now let's read verse 4. So that you don't think I came with this Bible. Who wants to read for us? Okay, verse 4. His parents did not know that this was from the Lord, who's seeking an occasion to confront the Philistines, for at that time they were ruling over Israel. Look at your neighbor and tell them you are here. And you, you, I mean, tell them I have a mission and a purpose. <laughs> hey, whether you have money in your pocket or you have no money, the purpose does not change. The mission does not change. Whether you have a husband who abuses you physically or who loves you like a ring, it doesn't change the purpose and the mission that God has for you. Samson, we demonize him even in our prayers and our preaching. I listen to preachers preach about Samson and I wonder, do you even know what you're talking about? 
We exhort Delilah more than the purpose of God. We see the knees of a woman that she sat on. We exhort his blindness than the purpose of God. I want your mind to change and understand you are better when you know where God stands in this matter. Where God stands in this season. That will make you survive every season of your life. Come on, somebody. It will make you survive it. You will not be depressed. You will walk tall and your shoulders high. David said, even if I walk. You have not even faced death, but you think you are done. God is not done with you. He has not even started. Knowing that you have a mission, you are a missionary. This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. They looked for a city with foundations. Whose builder, Hebrews 11, whose builder, whose architect, architect, Mwenye kuchola blueprints sio binadamu because wanadamu wanaweza kukuchorea mambo mabaya. Wanadamu wanaweza kukuchorea mambo mabaya. Even the person you trust can chorea you. Ambia jirani yako usijaribu kunichorea tena. Usinichorea. They looked for a city with foundations because they never belonged here. But as they passed through this earth, they sought to fulfill their mission and their purpose in God. Ask God. Na diyo sababu shetani halijaribu kumaliza petero kabla ajapewa funguo. Kabla apewe nimi. Na shetani akamtegea ili mbaya. Sio ayo kukataa yesu wakiwa karatina na yesu wakiwa thika. Kumkataa life life wakianana na macho. Kumkana wakionana na nini. What more evidence do you need? If you are my friend na unaulizwa huyu ni rafiki yako pale 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 nje huyu ni rafiki yako nasema hata sijawahi kumuona unamjua huyu mara sio moja sio mbili ngapi tutaenda kunywa chai na wewe saa 7 tutakunywa chai na wewe siku nyingine nitakwambia i thought you are my what yani unanikana mbele ya watu wadhika wote shetani alimtegea kamletea ke season ambacho ni cha kumaliza kabisa thank god jesus was there baada ya njogo kuika yesu akumzungumzia alimwangalia tu na macho do you know what i believe jesus told peter do not allow this season of denial deny you what is ahead of you for in a few coming weeks you will be filled with the holy ghost on the day of pentecost and 3000 souls 3000 souls watu elfu tatu bila posters na banners wataingia kwa ufalme kupitia kwako na ukikubali season hii ikumalize utafungia 3000 from coming to the kingdom Ukipata nafasi ya kukaa na mpira, kwani nitaanza kubiri dini? 
Tunaanza kubiri dini kwa vile hakuna kitu tunaongea hapa ambacho tunasema kuongea. There must be somebody who is doubting God's position in what you are going through. He has never left. During break time, go and talk to two things. I know you are not a spiritual a spiritist. But go and ask a football. Mpira tu. Wewe siri yako ni nini? Una vinyango unawekwa kwa mbahari huko chini. Na mtu anatangaza hiyo mpira mtaiona tena. Nimeizika kwa kaburi la sahau. Na kabla wa, wa maliza press conference ya kusema hiyo mpira mtaiona tena. Unakuja juu. <laughs> Uliza mpira uligundua siri gani? Kwamba ukiwa na pumzi ukiweka huko chini ya mbahari kabla utangaza imeisha. Inakuanga wapi? Ya pili. Enda ukulize samaki. Unawezaji kukaa kwa bahari ya chumfi. Unakunywa maji ya chumfi. Lakini when a fisherman harvests you from the sea, haukuliki mbila chumfi. Unalala kwa bahari ya chumfi. Unazungukwa na maji ya chumfi. Unakunywa maji ya chumfi. Lakini ukitolewa kwa bahari lazima uwekwe chumfi kwa vile hauna chumfi. If a fish can survive it, you can. And you will survive this season. Yesterday we met a man called Moses who went through in chapter 4 of chapter 3 of the book of Exodus. Raised in the palace as an Egyptian, but revealed by his mother that you are not Egyptian. You are Hebrew. Growing up with two identities. An Egyptian and Hebrew. Growing in the palace until your mission and your purpose takes you out of the, vision, out of the palace and takes you to the wilderness where the slaves are. Rejected by your own. While you are trying to deliver them from bondage, they tell you, who made you our king? Would you want to kill us like you killed the other one? And Moses confronts himself with a season of rejection. He is rejected by the very people he has paid such a price to deliver. He was next in line to become the pharaoh of Egypt. But for these slaves, he walked away from that glory. And what did they give him? Rejection. And he decides, so that I will never again. I'm done with God. If he can allow me to be rejected by the people I'm trying to reach, I am done with you. And to prove it that I'm done with you, I will not be in any city. I will walk through the desert and go very far where you can't reach me. I'm done with you and I'm done with my mission. And he goes and becomes a shepherd. And for 40, if you think it is two weeks like you, you have been in the wilderness in this season for two weeks, he had 40 years. And while he is 40 and a father of two sons married to a beautiful girl called Zipra or Zipporah, settled very far from God, where God cannot even reach him. 
The Bible says he sees a bush that is on fire. Kaile <laughs> kai. You don't expect it. Because the prophets and the apostles to Moses, nobody could have convinced Moses to go back to his mission. He was done. And Moses, having been in seasons that are very difficult, which cost him how many years? 80 years. No, the guy was 40 when he faced rejection. And he has stayed in the wilderness for many more years. 40. How old is he? How many of you can wait for that long to fulfill their mission? Surviving every season that comes. God looks at Moses and tells him, remove your sandals. Remove your sandals, Moses, as you respond to this new season in your life. I want you to understand. I don't want you to drag. Give me your hand. I don't want you to drag anything from the 80-year-old seasons that you have gone through that have discouraged you, that have beaten your trust, that have killed your faith, that have even distressed your trust on people. I don't want you to cross over with all these things. Remove, detach yourself from this. Because nothing from those seasons can propel you into your next season. Remove them. Drop them and come. And Moses comes. And God is so interesting. I'm not criticizing my boss, but he's very funny. He comes and tells him, I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac. If there is somebody Moses did not want to hear about him, was that God who calls you for a mission and abandons you halfway while you are trying to fulfill your what? Your purpose. And God looks at him and tells him, Moses, the things you have gone through, the tears you have cried, the universities that you have gone to, the glory that you have received in Egypt, the rejection by your people may have been strong on you but it was not strong enough to kill my purpose for your life the man who came into your life or the women who came to your life and took away from you the sicknesses and the diseases you have fought over this 80 year old 80 years they made you cry. They made you weep. Frowns walked away from you. But they were not strong enough to change my plan for your life. In Egypt, he was known to be dead. They had announced his death. He was nowhere to be traced. He tells Moses, you only died in their minds. You are only dead 
in their minds. But you are alive in me. You are alive in me. You are alive in me. You only died in their systems. You only died in their minds. But you are not in mine. When you look at yourself through the mirror of your enemies and your people, you don't see yourself to be valid. He says, you were lost from them, from their sight. But for these 40 years as you cried, I was watching you and my clock of time and seasons never stopped. And now it is time to change the season of your life. Never joke with a man or a woman whose season has come. Never joke with a man or a woman whose season has been changed by God. Even if you know them from the village. Even if you know their story from primary school. Even if you know their story from the day you came to Zika. Even if they are your immediate neighbors or they are married to you. Or you are married to them. Never stand on the way of a man or a woman whose season has been changed by God. Amen. Tell your neighbor you don't know me. You have no idea. The machine that is seated next to you. You have no idea. And he says, Moses, I want to say this as I finish so that we can begin there tomorrow. Listen to this. He says, Moses, Moses, I have come. Not kumekujo. Najua shida yetu ni kwamba tukiona kumekujo tunafikiri tumeisha. Kuna mmoja anakujanga. Mmoja anaitwa Mungu. Namwambia Moses, I have come to change your season. The same God lives in you. The same God is your father. The same God rules forever. The devil's plan in bringing seasons of adversity to your life and to knock your knees and your joints like a GSU officer is so that when the time of God, when the season of God comes, you don't feel ready. You feel unworthy. He answered and says, God, with all this package that you have for me, you have forgotten one thing. Who am I? Yani mimi mze wangu wako wacha kitu. Mke wangu acha niachia kitu. Wapendo kanisani wamenitafuna kama Big G hata sina ladha. Yani mimi hakuna kitu. Yani unataka kunichoke. Yani wetiga medhako we. Wetiga medhako we. Wrong person. <laughs> this church is full of people who think they are not qualified for the next move of God. But you are overqualified for the next move of God. See you tomorrow.